When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host... Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. So excited you decided to join us. Uh, before we jump in today, um, I want to make sure I give a shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Um, they were Their customer service is, and again, this is from a Midwestern boy, their customer service is second to none. Whenever I've had any problems with with one of my three machines, they've always been able to help us. So go over and check out Dr. Dish. Mention Coach Unplugged, Teach Hoops, uh, any of our podcasts, Coach Collins, and they'll give you $400 off. You won't find a better discount out there. They will take really good care of you. And make sure you tell them I sent you. And then also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It is the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. Um, we are the only ones out there that offer 14-day free trial because we believe in our product so much that we want you to come and kick the tires. We want you to take it for a test drive. Nowhere else are you going to find a high school coach who's also coaching. Um, <laughs> giving, I just got off a, a phone call with a teachhoops.com member. So who else has my cell phone number and, and, and calls me and talks to me about things that he has uh, questions on with his team? Where else are you going to find that on the web? Go over and check it out. Um, like I've said before, it helps us keep the lights on in these podcasts and our YouTube and everything else free. So go over and check it out. And oh. One more thing I forgot. I was going to say, let's head off. Uh, go leave a review. We love those reviews. We read every one of them. Go leave those five-star reviews. Um, and let's head off to the podcast. Bye. All right. Welcome to Coach Unplugged uh, episode. Ooh, I don't even know. I looked before I came in. We'll be in like the 1400s, Coach. So, And I'm still married, so you got to be semi-impressive on 1400 podcasts. And I'm still married. <laughs> The pandemic helped with that. The, the pandemic helped. I, I ended up, I, I haven't said this in a while. I was once a week when I started this thing five, six years ago. And then the pandemic happened and I rubbed it up to seven days a week. It's like, I think I got to go backwards and kind of and go <laughs> and go back to the old time. Um, so Coach Cubs, I'm, I, I was reading your, we were, we were teasing and talking before we came on about our resumes. And it's like, 
you're you're I I you have a very impressive resume. Let me tell you that first of all. Uh, so uh, I'm gonna have you kind of walk us through kind of your basketball journey, kind of where you played. I find it interesting that you. Um, I'm not going to go through your resume, but I find it interesting that you graduated from your the first school you coached at, right? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. So then, and but then you left it. So that's interesting. I find that interesting. Um, I, I never, I, I never even, yeah. Anyway, all right. So co- go ahead, Coach Cup. So uh, introduce yourself, uh, Brooke, and then kind of just walk us through kind of where you grew up, where you played, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so I grew up in St. Paris, Ohio, it's a little country, Champaign County, rural area. Um, my dad was a teacher and a baseball coach. Um, my mom was a bus driver. It's kind of around school and, you know, teaching, coaching my whole life. Um, from there, when I graduated from there, I played at Capital University uh, for Damon Goodwin. Um, played four years there. And then my old high school coach, who Dave Zeller, who was kind of a, I mean, he was he was really good. He played uh, played with Wayne Embry in high school and then went to Miami of Ohio, was an All-American, played for the Royals for a few years. But that was my high school coach. And I talked Z into coming back for a year um, after I graduated high school or after I graduated college so I could learn from him because I knew I wanted to coach. And he was like, Brooke, we're going to be terrible. Or, no, I don't know if I want to do that. But he did. And then he retired the next year and I got hired as the head coach had no idea what I was doing. I mean, I didn't even know how to fill out the scorebook. I mean, I was clueless. I, I tell, um, I, so I have coaches email me all the time about like, blah, blah, blah. And I go, I can walk you through the steps. I will literally walk you through the steps of what to expect. But I mean, until you take, until you do your first surgery, you haven't done anything. I mean, you gotta like, I have a friend who's in out in California and he goes, you told me, Steve, I go, I told you, it's like, I can tell you what's going to happen. But until you do it, it's like, especially being a head high school coach, it's like the brush fires and the things. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> until you experience it, it's, yeah, you have to experience it first to really understand all the moving pieces. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm, people, I hear young coaches say, I'm not sure I'm ready to be a head coach. And they're like, yeah, you're not. You're right. You're not. No one is. But you just got to jump in and you'll figure it out. Right. Um, but I went, so I went back to Graham and I coached and taught there. I was there for 12 years. That was, I mean, it's where I grew up. I went to school there my whole life. Um, I was the, what do you teach? Math. What do you teach? I taught math for the first seven years. And then my last five years there, I was the athletic director and boys basketball coach. Um, it's a, it's a division two school in Ohio, which means I think we had about 170, 180 kids in a graduating class. Um, okay. So, and we're, we're small, give me Ohio, give me Ohio, give me Ohio. We we go from we go one to five, one being the biggest, five being the smallest. We're one. That's what we do. We just have four though. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So one's the biggest. Yeah. Um, but really, I I got there, and I at Graham we, you know, Graham is known for wrestling. Um, we've had incredible wrestling success, and they're really really good. And I had a good relationship with the rest. I, actually, our guys started training with the wrestlers a lot because they worked the way and in the line with, you know, the level that we wanted to compete at. And so I thought our guys learned a lot um, from them. I know I learned a lot from coach Jordan, the wrestling coach um, at the time. I'm going to dive into that for a second. Cause I find that intriguing. So I, when I took over, they'd had like five winning seasons, like 
35 years. It was horrible. It was a hockey school because we're in Wisconsin. It was a hockey school. So the first person I talked to was the hockey coach. And I still use some of the ideas he gave me because it's like he's won six state titles. He obviously and the, and the swim and the swim coach was our AD. So I talked to like and it was like I've had coaches ask, well, why would you do that? Because because they figured it out. Like, I don't care what sport yeah. you win. If you win, right, you win. Like, so, yeah. so they both gave me some stuff that I'm still using to the day. They weren't sports specific. Like, you know, obviously hockey is different yeah. than basketball. But um, no, I think people run away from that. Oh, it's a hockey school. Or it's a wrestling school. Okay, there's a reason it is. Why is it? I mean, I would dive into that, like figure out why it is a wrestling school, and then you got to steal the good ideas. Yeah, yeah, it's your job to try to figure out how to apply it to you. But what the? I mean, there's a difference between winners and not winners, and people that are excellent and not excellent, and it's all in their standard that they expect and they accept from themselves. And like once you you're around that, and you can put your like we've tried to put our players around them because their kids were doing that. And so why, like, if that's the level you aspire to achieve and perform at, like the sport doesn't matter. That's the least important of the whole thing. Right. Um, it absolutely is. And it's a life thing too. It's like, yeah, I, I, I and, and again, you'll love this too. Cause we didn't play, we didn't play last year at all. Zero didn't play. Wow. So someone that has coached 25 years, I had to re basically this year was a reset for me, like literally a reset. And like, I had to tell them where the locker rooms were when we went on the road. Cause I didn't coach any of these. I'm, I'm starting a freshman anyway. So I, I, they, the first time someone showed up late and I got like, what are you talking? You don't know. And, and then here's why you don't do that. And here's what's going to happen. It's like, they looked at me like I was from Mars. I swear to God. It's like, but yeah. that was the standard. The standard is like, come on. It's like, this is something, this needs to be important. You know, we, we go by Lambo time. So Lam, I don't know if you know about Lambo and the clock. We, we're Lambo time. Like, and they looked at me like, well, we're, you're, if the meeting starts at four, you're there at three forty-five. Like you've got to be, right. you're there 15 minutes early. What do you like? No, 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 no. Cause things happen. Um, but yes, I think that's a, I think that's a great, that's a great standard to talk about. Keep going coach. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're good. And then, so I was there for 12 years and then it really, um, I mean, it's kind of a weird situation, but as the athletic director, I was a, I was an administrator and my kids were getting old enough to where they were doing things. And I was having to, I was having to decide whether I was going to go to their stuff or I had to cover stuff for school and felt like I was compromising who I wanted to be. And I didn't feel like I could do both at the level that I was happy with. I was actually just underachieving in both, in my opinion. And so I decided I wanted to coach. Um, and so there were only a few places that I was, I was interested in, um, you know, coaching. And so Centerville's job happened to come open. They had, they had had a good program and had done well. And it was a good school, they had a good mix of kids and good families. And I thought it was a place that I could, I, I could go coach. And so the job came open and I was fortunate enough to get it. And I've been at Centerville now for 10 years. Um, I teach, I came in teaching math and now I teach leadership, uh, which has been really cool. Like kind of started a leadership program or a leadership course um, that really initiated with team captains of each team. And then that turned into an elective class. And so now I teach that um, in the morning and then I supervise um, selective intervention in the afternoon. 
Okay. So that, that I find that intriguing too, that, um, like I did that. I, t- I, I started teaching math at the school I'm at now. And then it's like, no one was teaching statistics. And it's like ha- half of coaching, at least ma- for me is, yeah. is, is like looking at the numbers and woo. And it's like, I'll start the stats class. And now I'm like, that's what I teach. I teach statistics. So it's awesome. Um, yeah. It's, and it's kind of making your own. Um, so you're, you're a suburb of Dayton, correct? Roughly. Yeah. We're on the, yeah, we're on the South end of Dayton, about 45 minutes North of Cincinnati. So we're just on the, and how far I so, so I have relatives that live in Columbus. Um, so we're so about far, an hour, hour and 15 from Columbus. Oh my God. So I pulled up a map as we're talking. This is the way I do. And literally almost the perfect location as far as competition goes, because you can go west to Indianapolis, you can go south to Cincy, you can go go, uh, east to Columbus, and you can go north to Dayton. Yeah, yeah, we... It's, there's some we have we have access to some really good teams and good competition. No and question. then and then how far are you from Louisville and Lexington? A couple hours? Uh, about yeah, two three hours. Two Lexington's about three two and a half. Yeah, yeah. So you be so for people around the country, it's like that's what you want. You you want to be able to go. I mean, you got you basically have great basketball players all within two hours of guys are going to play in the nba someday i'm guarantee it there's guys right now they're 16 years old that live in one of those cities that's going to play in the nba someday guarantee it (laughs) because they're big yeah yeah um so yeah so wow um so i'm going to pivot here a little bit so how does your summer look i'm going to this is just a question for listeners what does your summer look what does your spring summer look like Okay. So, I mean, I, I coach an AAU team. My son is, my son's going to be a senior, just finished his okay. junior year of high school. Okay. Um, oh, he plays on that. Yeah. So <laughs> we, you know, we, I coach a, a, an Adidas AAU team. Okay. Um, and so I got that kind of through April and May and June we have like June in Ohio is like our, our time, you know, you got those two live weekends, but that's when we get our, get to coach our guys. So I'm, we've got a ton of stuff in June with camps and all that kind of stuff. And then July, we go back to our Adidas team and, uh, you know, and do all that stuff to finish up July. I give, I give the NCAA credit to do that June thing. Cause I do too. You know, I, I, I've never, I've always thought AU, I thought, I think they saw what was happening and I think they tried to grab a piece back and that's, they, they did. They really, I think they did a pretty good job of like, okay, well, hold on. Let's give at least the high schools June. Um, Cause in July, to be honest with you, I don't know about you, but I, I mean, I still do skill work and stuff, but they're gone. Like, and the yeah. funny part is we, like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, Oh, I'll do stuff on Thursday. Well, what are you talking about? They're, they're like, they're already gone. Like, okay, yeah. maybe Wednesday or Tuesday, we could have an open gym or something, but it's like, and then I, then I like guys that play fall sports or football and stuff. So by August one, they're already like, so it's like that window of June is like, um, is, is interesting. Um, all right, let me dive into some questions for you, coach. Um, practice so if you could only do three things at practice what would you do i'm i'm so i'm telling i'm walking in i'm saying all right coach i'm gonna sit up and stand so you can only do three things or work on three things what three things do you think are the most important um are you talking skills or are you talking i'm I'm, I'm talking as about as open-ended a question as i can ask you (laughs) okay so so we are going to 
we are going to uh, compete. Um, we are going to uh, be unified and communicate with each other. And we are going to show that we are thankful and grateful for being there. Okay. So we would, you know, competition wise, we would just, it would be all about, you know, just competing and playing as hard as you can and having positive body language. That's one of our things with our tough core value um, and just you know, competing to win. And then, um, you know, we would unified for us as speaking and acting with urgency. So when I talk about, like, I think that one of the biggest, most selfish things you can do is to not, not hold a teammate accountable, right. For something that you know that they're supposed to do. So, you know, if a guy, if a guy is jogging back and you see him jogging back and you don't say anything, you're just picking your comfort over, over the good of the team. And so like we would, that's a huge emphasis for us in practice is the communication piece. And then the last one would, we, we count touches in practice a lot. And so we're counting the number of fives you give, the number of fives you receive. And, um, you know, we're going to make sure that we're helping teammates come back to the present moment and compete at the level they're capable of competing at. Do you track, uh, do you track uh, hustle stuff like in practice or games and stuff? Such as like charges Diving on the floor, ball. taking charges, you know, things that you and I know are like hustle things, like even crashing the offensive glass in some respects hard isn't is a hustle thing. Um, yeah. to rev up and we, maybe competition does that in some respects, but yeah, it we don't we we have in years past. Um, it's just kind of like what we do now. Like it's like, we don't really have to track it anymore. It's just like that. Like if you, there's a loose ball and you don't dive for it, there's, there's going to be eight guys yelling at you. It's not going to be me. So. And how did you initially, how did you, so that, that's a, that's a standard, a pillar, whatever you want to call it. How did you initiate that when you started? Like that's, that's gotta be a, I'm not going to say a, a line in the sand you're drawing, but it's something like this is, this is our expectation. How did you, how did you build that around the team? Cause I think that's a wonderful thing. Yeah. So all of our stuff is, is based off of our core values. So tough, passionate, unified, and thankful. And each of those have a, have a behavior that goes with them. And so like diving for a loose ball, we would consider that choosing extra work right. Or positive body language. So it's either going with tough or passionate. And so one of the things we do early in the season is we just brainstorm like, okay, what does, what does choosing extra work look like in practice? Is the, we, we talk about choosing extra work or we call it stealing inches sometimes like, like, what does that look like in practice? What do you do? And so we just, we just, just throw all the ideas on the board and something like, going after an offensive rebound every single time that'll come up as extra work. Right. Or, um, not our stealing inches because you know, everybody's not doing that, uh, diving for every loose ball that you can dive for. Um, so that that's really where, and then, and then when it happens in practice, like when, when a guy doesn't dive for a loose ball or they do, we can stop it. And we say, that's passionate. Like that's what passionate that so is. Give me, passionate the, give me the four pillars again, tough, passionate, unified and thankful okay so tough passionate unified and what was the last one thankful and then okay so and how did you come up with those so those are so i mean you want the long story or the short story 
give me the middle story because I'm I'm intrigued because those seem like and 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 again those are a program thing you came up with them not the boys or the, the girls right. or whoever's on the team so those are the program thing so they had to come from somewhere I just yeah. interested because there's lots of different pillars I mean you, you wrote as one of yeah. your people like Dick Ben I mean there's lots of different pillars I just wondered how they developed or came about so they're that they're that important i think they're wonderful i mean i'm jotting them down i might miss steal i mean i'm gonna steal i yeah. i we have ours but i love that i love that idea hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, so, I mean, they came from me sucking first. That's how they really initiated because I was terrible and I was to a point where I couldn't continue coaching the way I was just chasing wins. And so I kind of what I would consider hit rock bottom coaching wise. And then I, I actually did one of the reasons Dick Bennett's one of my uh, influences because I went to hear him speak at an athletes in action clinic and, and he's talking about his five pillars. And, and I was like, you know, that's it like that. I need to be giving kids more than what I'm more than wins or more than skill or whatever. So how can I contribute to their life beyond that? And so that's kind of where it came from. And I believe like, I believe these, like your, the values of our program are my values. Like that, the tough, passion, unified, thankful, that's who I am. And I don't ask that they have the same ones. I just ask that they respect them. And if they're in our program, our goal is to move them forward in those areas. So, you know, something I'll tell parents is like, if you don't want your son to be tougher, more passionate, more unified and more thankful, this ain't the program for them. Like, cause we're going to help them grow in those areas. Right. Right. And so then once I knew those values, you know, I think one of the things, and I, I work with some, I've worked with some coaches and some college coaches and some businesses about establishing the behavior. The behaviors are really the separating factor because a lot of people have values. A lot of companies have values that they put on their wall, but the culture of your team is the, is how your players act. Like what does your team do? Like that's your culture. And so our culture is driven by those behaviors that align with tough. Like for me, tough is positive body language. That That's it. Like that, I know I have to leave some other things out, but when I boil it down and I'm talking about tough, like I, like our, my reminder for tough is fight ready. So when I, I just want, I, when I approach a situation, like when I come on this podcast, fight ready. I don't know if I'm going to be the best interview you've ever had, but I'm, you're going to get the best that I've got. Like, right. I'm right. coming, right. If I'm okay. giving a keynote speech, if I'm going to take a test, I'm doing a job interview, fight ready. You're getting the best that I've got. And so we ask our guys to do that, like positive body language, bad call next, play. like positive body language, right. We're always addressing that. Like that's a driving force in our program. You know, passionate is choosing extra work. Like I believe in I believe that like everything that you get is what you do outside the ordinary. Everybody practices two hours a day. Don't like your practice might be really good, but it's two hours a day, right? What are you doing outside of that that separates you from anything else, uh, from everybody else? 
unified for us is speak and act with urgency, um, having the willingness and the toughness to call out teammates, to hold people accountable, to show them that you love them by telling them the truth, right? And by being willing to receive the truth and not get defensive about it. Um, and then thankful is show love, get touches, like just show your appreciation for the opportunities that you have, because I don't think, I don't think we talk about it enough. I don't think we share it enough with the people that really matter to us. And I, I think it's just a good life lesson. What do you think, the, hard, what do you think the hardest one is to, to convey? Speaking of act of urgency. Yeah. That's the hardest one. Toughness is just so, it's so clear. Like positive body language is a really easy one to address. Um, uh, trust me, yeah. that's super easy. I can show you film of that. Like, look that, at that's that. exactly what we do. Yeah. Look, that's that exactly is bad. It's the right. Coach K with Hurley. This is not acceptable. Stop it. That takes care of 97% <laughs> of them, at least for me. Like, that's not, we can't, what are you doing? No. Okay, so I agree. So, so that one's easy. What are the, the other three? Why'd you Why'd you pick that one? Why'd you pick that one being the hardest one, the unified one? Uh, because of the communication piece, and because like I, that's the last one that really happens for a team. Like we use we use Pat Lynchione's the five dysfunctions of a team, and you know the absence of trust is like that's the first dysfunction of a team, and. Like for me to call you out, there has to be a level of trust. For there to be trust, we have to have vulnerability. So that's one that we start building and just get like, we, we have a lot of things set up in our program to allow people to be vulnerable safely early, right? How do I give you, give you feedback? Like we'll do debriefs at the end of practice where, you know, give me something that I can do better and something that I did well and, you know, to, right. where it's pretty safe, but I'm, I'm being honest with you. And then as the season goes on, as we get more and more vulnerable, we build more trust. Now I can call you out on a little bit, something a little bit harder and then a little bit harder. And right. then, and I, then can I can say, do it. Then I can do it back. in front of yeah. people too, if I yeah. need to, because you know, I got your back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I can see that. I can see that being um, the communication part being. So how do you deal with, okay. So here's, here's someone that's coached a long time is I feel like that, I, I'm pretty good. How do you deal with the external things? Like dad thinks you don't know, you know, <laughs> I mean, I'm just talking yeah. for the younger coaches out there. Cause it's like, they can maybe build a relationship with the kid, but then the kid's going home and here. And how do you deal with that aspect of it? And the unified yeah. part is like, I'm telling my special teams, not everyone was on the same on the bus at the beginning, but by the end, Everyone was on the bus. The parents were on the bus. Yeah. Grandma was on the bus. The kids were on the bus, you know, and some of them had happened two weeks before tournament. Like I finally got them on the bus. How do yeah. you, how do you do that? So my, my focus just always stays on the kid. I mean, I've had a few times when I've, when I've had meetings and just told parents to shut up and leave their kids alone. Um, but for the most part, I tell everybody like I can win the kid. You know, I, mean, I can I can get the kid unified with us because we'll spend so much time together. He's going to sacrifice and and, you know, have that shared suffering with his teammates. He wants to do it. I think the only way to really get the parents that aren't willing to just buy in is through the kid. I think the kid has to convert yeah. the parents most of the time. The, the teams that I've had that have been really special where it's been yeah, everybody. I agree. Been I'm, the more I think about it, you're right. The, the kid tells the parents stop. We're, we yeah. got this. 
I, right. I agree. I think that's a great observation, Coach. Because um, I don't know if you're ever going to get them on the bus 100% from you to them. But when the kid right. is going home and saying, hey, Coach, and our, we we all got this, you know. Um, I know. we we uh, Because of the pandemic, we haven't been able to do it. But um, we've done we've done a bunch of, like, trips to Florida, like, gotten out of Dodge. Um, mm -hmm. And people say, well, why do you do that? And first of all, total pain in the butt total pain right the but you know what it oh. is every time when we come back from those trips we're better because they're unified because right. they're spending 24 7 and they're with a roommate that like maybe isn't doing what they're supposed to do and they're it's it i i tell them it's a rich i mean i could go i guess to northern wisconsin we could do a retreat that way but it, it's basically the parents are gone they're not following us most for the most part. And I got them. Like I got them right. for like five days. It's me. Like this year we're going to the villages. If you know what the villages is in Florida, it's a bunch of old people. Yeah. Like it's the perfect <laughs> tournament. Trust me. Right. I'm going to go to the village tournament. Great tournament. Because what happens is I take these, these 15 boys and the managers and the coaches and we go to the villages and it's a bunch of 55 and older people, 200, 200,000. What are they, what can they, they're not going to get any trouble. And it's like, <laughs> I got them and they're focused. Like, here's what we're doing. We're doing our shooter on we're, we're doing our, and it's like, it's basketball, basketball with friends. Like, um, and they maybe don't love each other all this at the same level, but they become, I don't know. It's like living in a dorm, basically. You eventually learn to yeah. get along with everybody on your floor. You don't have to love right, them, but right. you know, you, you learn to get along. Um, I think that's a great thing. Um, so here's a question: How do you practice plan? Do you, you personally, like what 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 does that entail? I think people always are intrigued by coaches that have won a lot how they practice plan. Yeah, I actually I can show you that if you want me to bring it up, like a. a Yes, template yes. of what let we me, let me uh i'm sure my let me open this up so you can share because i'm 100 percent sure my computer was set up for school and no sharing okay now it's good <laughs> and i tell and as you as you're doing this i tell coaches too that are listening like i've taught for 30 your 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 practice plan is your it's your lesson plan like you can't just go in you better have i mean i can tell you exactly what i'm doing tomorrow morning at nine o'clock like I got my lesson yeah. plan ready. I'm ready to rock and roll. Um, it's got to be the same here. I love yeah. that you put so so people that are listening and aren't watching. It, it I love that on this. I I don't even I don't think I have one of mine. Mine is like play hard. I had three pillars basically when I was starting. But anyway, they're always on the top of my practice plan because I'm old and I forget them half the time. So yes, yeah, be tough, be passionate, be unified, be thankful. I love that. Um, yeah. Before we go into the practice thing. Do you have, do you have the subcategories written down? Like what it means to be tough and what it means to be yeah, passionate? They're, they're right here. They're up at the top of it, right under Centerville basketball. Those are, those are our behaviors. Our guys, like we test our guys on those. Our guys have to know them. Like it's okay, so like what we're testing so right bo po Positive body language. Positive body language goes with tough. Choose extra work goes with passionate. Speak and act with urgency goes with unified. Show love goes with thankful. And, and show love is like the touches that you're tracking in some parts. Right. Right. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like our, our guys right now, like before open gyms, we, we do 
we do a test on knowing the core values and the behaviors that go with them, or you got burpees. Like it's, it's not an option. Like you have to know what they are and what they mean. And, um, you know, and so, so, so we, we choosing drive. extra work, do they have to have what they, what you mean by choosing extra work? So we'll brainstorm that like once we get into okay. the season, but for us, the, the key to choosing extra work is our breakfast clubs, which is before school every day, like, from six to seven fifteen, we work out before school every day, all year, and so that's the big one for our extra work. And then, what about speak um, and act with urgency? Is like that's like you're not doing what you need to do. Yeah, and that's the communication piece once you're in practice and live and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But right. as far as practice goes, I mean, I I write our practice. I I never write a practice plan like two days in advance or anything. Like I write it after my practice. We practice at nine o'clock at night or something weird that I'm writing the practice schedule after that, that night. I just, I can't bring myself to guess at what we're going to suck at, you know, and that we I, I and, and, and I go back and forth on that coach too. I, I always, sometimes I need to do it when I come home, but then sometimes yeah. I need to, I need to like dwell on it and do it next, next morning. Like, oh, crap. yeah, like, so sometimes I got to sleep on it because I think my brain is working when I'm sleeping. So I, I don't think there's a, a right or wrong way for people listening, but I think you should have it. Don't don't plan out like I have a master thing of when I want to. Um, yeah. yeah. When I want to get in the like that kind of stuff, because I just want to keep it. But other than that, no, it's a day to day thing for me. I agree. But then, what's, I mean, the, our, what's our, the right our, column? Explain the right column to me. Over here, yeah, where it's all this like, stuff, and, right? Yeah. So our we got our team goal, which we set as a group. So you know, our core values are mine. The thing that our team owns is our our yearly core, our yearly goal. So this year, our goal is always process based. Um, so our goal was to not seek comfort. Um, and so the, what we talked about what that actually looks like and means. Then we just have our. We always talk about you know like eighty percent of the things gives you or. 20% of the stuff gives you 80% of the return, whatever that theory is. Right. Um, so we just talk about like, we, we're pretty simple. Like we're switching man, we're, we run motion. Okay. And so we talk about, um, you know, offensively, it's, it's, I just think these, this is how you win games. You take good shots, you rebound, you don't turn the ball over. And defensively, right. you rebound, you contest shots, you communicate, like be in the right place. Simple game. It is a pretty simple game. So I'm going to dive into one question I do have for you. Yep. I, and I'm a, I'm a hundred percent behind you on switching screens. Why do you do that? Why do you switch? Why do you do that? When I think it allows us. Yeah. I think it allows us to stay in gaps and stay in help position better. Um, that's the main reason we went to it. I went to it probably 15 years ago now um, when I was at, when I was at Graham, we always had to go through like Dayton city league teams to get out of the district. And it was just, I, we were straight man, no switch before that. And I thought it negated some of their athleticism by us being able to maintain gap um, integrity and even on switches. And it's like, you can't run your sets against us. Thus like you have to adjust like what you're doing and we know your switch. You, we know you're going to try to slip screens. Like that's the, that's what everybody talks about against like all oh, their right. switching slip it. Well, we know that. So we know we're going to 
we're going to knock your slip down and make him go behind us. Right. And so now, now you're, you're going to have to do something different. And what a lot of teams do, and it's hard to guard is space us and try to drive us, which you know, yeah. it's a good adjustment. It is a great adjustment. And I, he, here's what I think switching works for the, some of the younger coaches. There's no fog of war. Like there's no question about like, that's why I like it. Like, are we hedging? Are we doubling? Are we, what are we doing? Cause there's 80 billion things to do with a screen. What are you talking about? We're switching. And then they go, well, they'll post up. No, they won't. This is high school basketball. And I've coached some of the best. Hey everybody. If you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe, like leave a review, jump up and down, run around your house, whatever you need to do. Also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.